Hello and welcome back to the Hampson on Hockey podcast, as always presented by ChasingThePuck.com, your home for UK hockey news, views and opinions. Thank you for joining me. I'm, my name's Ollie Hampson, if you haven't guessed by the title of this podcast. It's been a little while since I did one. I've uh, been a bit busy with a 9-to-5 job. A uh, bit of uh, lack of motivation as well, I'd say, as well. Just been, been a bit under the weather lately. But back now for uh, another episode of this. No interview today. Still working on getting a couple of them locked in. Let's have a, had a few conversations with some guys who uh, are interested. So, fingers crossed they... They agree to it and I can catch up with them and sit down because i got a few names in mind and it should be of interest, especially to uh, Devils fans. But speaking of Devils, it's a big week coming up. This, this episode is going to mostly focus on the game this weekend. Well, the games this weekend. Devils and Giants, the two teams that finished one and two last year, going at each other for the first time this season. Double header at the Viola Arena. All the action as well, live on Ice Time TV. So for any Giants fans not making the trip, or any Devils fans who can't get a ticket, just go to icetime.tv and you can join myself and Gareth Hewish uh, for all of the action. Should be a good one. But the Giants, they're going to want to come in, set the tone early. They're going to want to make sure that they remind the Devils who won the league last year. The Giants did. They had that come from behind, 11 points back. They won the league. And to be fair, on a, on a separate note with that, they won the league whilst they were at their end-of-season awards. As a fan, that's got to be quite cool. Because, you know, you're stood there having a, having a drink with the players, you know, catching up, talking about the season. And then next you know, they're celebrating winning the league at the awards. And you're part of that experience. That must be quite a, a fun one for Belfast. Maybe not so much uh, for Devils fans to think about, though. But, yeah, it should be a good one, especially after... Uh, you know, Giants won the league last year and the Devils beat the Giants in the playoffs to retain that title to make sure they took something home last year. So it should shape up to be a good one. Before we look at that, though, just a quick uh, reflection back on last weekend for the Devils. Two wins, uh, four-point weekend, win against Manchester on Saturday with two goals from Joey Haddad, one from Mark Richardson, an empty netter, and another one Mike McNamee scored as well. Um in that game, I thought the Devils controlled ma- the majority of the possession. Uh, Matt Ginn was very good in net for the Storm. You can s- you can see there is potential in this Storm team, but the Devils, they just looked to be a little bit higher quality overall. And I thought it was just a good job of sticking to the what they know. They controlled the puck a lot. They had most of the zone time. They made Manchester play a good counter-attacking style of game. You know, it comes up big for them with one goal as well from Scott Simmons. A great goal as well. Really good accuracy on a short side opportunity to beat Ben Bounds. So, you know, fair play to him. I thought he had a good night. But overall, Devils, I don't want to say they weren't tested because that's disrespectful to the Storm, but they've had bigger tests this season. Um, and I'm sure that next time they meet the Storm, it will be a bigger test as well. But then Sunday night um, against the Fife Flyers, got to admit, not the most exciting game. Um, third period, it was just three goals technically all three on the power play Dixon's one was seconds after a power play uh, expired I thought that um you know Devils they they just did what they need to do they came up against a very good goaltender Adam Morrison I think stopped um about 49 shots or something in that game you know he was a real standout for the five flyers in that game so credit to him for uh you know hanging in there giving his team a chance to win the flyers they didn't get on the score sheet. Ben Bounds posted his first shutout of the season. Uh, but, you know, they, they had some good chances, just not too many high high danger area chances. Um, so Bounds, he didn't really have to fight the puck too much. There was a couple of shots that tested him a little bit, but 
not too much in that game. But, you know, still a shout out for him. That's got to boost his confidence as well. And hopefully, you know, help out the defense. And speaking of helping out the defense, uh, Shane or Sean Morrison. I still don't know how you say his first name. Uh, Sean Morrison, I'm going to go with, makes his debut. And I got to admit, I was impressed. I was very impressed. I think he did exactly what I expected him to come in and do. Um, he's a calming influence on the Devils back end. And you saw that on Sunday where he's partnered with Sam Jardine. Um, Jardine, he's a bit of a risk taker. Uh, he likes to jump up in a rush. There's a few times if he sees an opportunity, he is going to chase the puck down. You know, he is going to pinch up. And, you know, he does it effectively. I don't, I'm not slating him at all. But with a guy like Morrison, it really helps a guy like Sam Jardine out because he knows that he can take those risks. He can push up. He can pinch because he knows that Morrison is going to be dropping back to take away the two-on-one uh, or the breakaway option as well. Uh, the other thing as well with Morrison is he's a physical guy. He's not, he's 36 though. He's not as physical as he was when he played uh, 480 regular season games in the NHL for Boston, Washington, and I think that was it, or maybe Buffalo, I don't know. Um, yeah, so he's going to play physical when he needs to. I thought he picked his moments well against Fife. Uh, the one thing that I was surprised with was how willing he was to get involved in the offensive side of the game. Uh, there's a couple of chances he had uh, he'd get the puck on the blue line, put a slap shot on net, but he'd drive it low and he'd drive it so that it was going to come off the goaltender's uh, pads, go for a rebound, or so a Devils player can try and get a deflection on it. So he has got that offensive upside. He's going to be a real helper for the Devils going forward. You know, they're in a good position in the league right now. They're second overall. There's, there's no reason to panic at all. Uh, they just need to, you know, keep rolling on, keep building on what they did last weekend, four-point week. Uh, four-point weekend, so I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good with him. It was interesting that Reddick was the one scratched. I don't know whether or not there was any injury or whether or not that was just fatigue or just Andrew Lord trying something out. I I would say Reddick probably plays this weekend. I don't think he's gonna be scratched much. Um, but it it it's a difficult one because if you think about it, Dallas now they have seven defensemen. They've got guys who can jump up offensively, but you don't really want to mess around the forward lines when you're trying to get guys settled, trying to get guys going on different uh, line combinations. So you don't want to try and throw, you know, like how they did a couple of years ago when Mark Lewis jumped up to play right wing for a little bit. So I, I don't, I can't see. I, I can see Andrew Lord rotating his defenseman. Unless someone's injured, I can see him rotating, trying to get someone uh, a bit of a rest, because it's a long season. The Devils already played a ton of games as well. Uh, CHL, Challenge Cup, League, and also preseason. They've played a ton of games. They're well into season mode right now. So p players are going to start feeling the effects of it. They're going to start showing uh, signs. And they're also we don't know who's carrying Knox either. That's the thing. The Devils are very secretive when it comes to injuries. And to be honest... I would like them to be a bit more open about it, but I can also see why they're not. Because why would you tell someone they? Why would you tell other teams so and so has a lower body injury? You go, oh, okay, he's got a bad leg. Go for the leg. You know, you're not going to do that. So I, I respect why they don't do it. But this weekend, then, big weekend. Giants are in town to play the Devils. It should be a very good weekend. I'm not going to talk too much about the Giants team uh, because I only really seen them from CHL highlights and Elite League highlights. I've only caught a couple of uh, bits of their games where it's not the highlights. 
So it's, um, I'm not the one to do that. I'm not the one to talk about them. Uh, for me, check out a view from the bridge. That's all you need to do for Belfast Giants covers coverage. They do a fantastic job. They dropped an episode on Wednesday as well, uh, their latest episode. So check that out if you want a bit more of a giant spin on things uh, because they do a fantastic job. But the one thing for uh, them is there was a bit of news this week. David Goodwin is coming in and Jesse Forsberg and Jean Dupuy are out. I think after what the Giants have been through lately, it's a four-game losing streak right after a six-game winning streak. They do need to shake things up a little bit, and that's exactly what Adam Keefe's doing. This is the time This is a time where difficult decisions have to be made, and Adam Keefe, he's not scared of doing them. He wasn't scared of anything on the ice, so he's not going to be scared of doing something to shape up his, uh, shake up his team, so you know, credit to him. It must have been a difficult decision because I thought that Forsberg, um, from what I have seen, I was impressed with him. Uh, Dupuy, maybe I wanted a little bit more from him, but, you know, they obviously felt there's a need to make a difference and make a change, so credit to him for uh, bringing in a guy in like David Goodwin. You know, he's only got a couple of years of pro under his belt. He's 27 years old, but he's got a great resume as well, so I think that he's going to be uh, a real good influence on their offensive rank, going to really help them score goals, uh, because if you look at how they are at the moment, they're sixth in the league right now. They do have a couple of games in hand, so they're not in a bad spot by any stretch of the imagination, um, but if you look at it, in their last... Uh, Four games, eight goals for, 16 goals against. They're being outscored at a two-to-one ratio. Now, Shane Owen, he's doing a good job in net for them, so they don't need to do much defensively, I don't think, but they do need to start getting back on a score sheet more, especially because the six-game winning streak they had beforehand, they outshot their opponents two-to-one. So you know this team has got it. They just need to have that little push to make sure that they continue to do it. So no credit to Adam Kiefer making sure he does that. So... I'm expecting David Goodwin to have a good uh, debut on Saturday, I'm assuming he's going to be playing. But when you look at this game, it's got everything that you could want. It's got the captain who left the Giants going to the Devils. I'm sure that the travelling support for the Giants are going to make him uh, feel the love. And I'm sure when the Devils go over there to play, he'll get a very warm reception back. Um, but no, in all fairness, he did a lot for that city and... He's just made his decision to come to Cardiff, and Devils fans are grateful for it because he's having a great time over here. You know, he's playing physical, he's getting points, he's really leading the team without a letter on his jersey. Um, but Giants fans, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be out how they are, just want to win by any means necessary. That's what they want to do, so that's what they're coming in to do. Um, I think this game, it's special teams is probably one area where it is going to uh, really be decided if you look at the devils they've got a great power play at the moment the giants power play is improving um but at the moment it's around league average i believe or even slightly under um but both these teams have got very good penalty kills as well so to me i can see this being a defensive battle i can see this being or at least one of these games i can see being a battle between ben bounds and shane owen who is going to stand on their head for longer uh i think bounds he's had a by his standards, he's had a rough start to the year. Um, he hasn't been bad, but by his standards, it has been rough. But that's not just on him. That's defensively. The Devils have had gaps uh, in earlier games. Not so much anymore. Whereas Shane Owen, I think he's just doing a great job. Uh, you know, going in from Fife where he was, you know, really, really good. Coming into a big club like Belfast. You could forgive him for if he had nerves, but he's not showing any. I, I think he's doing a good job. And especially now he's got his new pads as well. Um, the one guy I'm really excited to see, 
and uh, I know I've seen some people online saying not that he's not as good as they expected, but Patrick Franca for me. I'm very excited to see this kid because I watched um, well, I watched Continental Cup last year when he was playing for Katowice. Uh, watched numerous highlights on him as well. I just love the way the guy moves. I love the way he moves with the puck. He's so graceful, so quick, so skillful as well. So it is going to be interesting to see how, what the Devils actually do to try and combat that. I think that's another area that this is going to be decided is both Adam Keefe and Andrew Lord are going to have to make sure that their line changes are crisp because there's a lot of speed in both these teams and a lot of depth as well. They play four-line hockey. They can... If they can hem your fourth line out there and suddenly get a quick change and get their top guys, their speedy guys out there, could be dangerous. So I think that overall, it should be an exciting weekend. Um, this is just a bit more of a quicker podcast just because I just wanted to get one done because I haven't done one for a while. The last one I did was a couple of weeks ago where I spoke about the uh, Elite League Department of Player Safety. I had a decent reaction to that as well. So thank you very much for everyone who's uh, listened to it. And if you haven't yet, go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to the back catalogue of this. We do, did have an interview in episode 11 uh, with Sam Motten, former Elite League linesman and the uh, founder of Extreme Edges Hockey Camp. So definitely worth a listen to that one. But you know, this is just more of a quick one, bit of a rushed one as well because I have had a few technical issues recording it. So I've had to re-record this on Thursday night. So um, a lot of what I've said is what I said last night when I recorded this, and it didn't record because I didn't plug the microphone in properly, which is great. Um, yeah, that one's, this episode's just a quick one for you guys, just to let you know I'm still here, still going to be making the podcast. Uh, it's only about 15 minutes long, this one, so hopefully you did enjoy it. Hopefully it gives you a bit of uh, listening on game day on Saturday and Sunday. Like I said, if you're not going to be at the game, Please do join myself and Gareth and the rest of the Ice Time TV crew. Uh, we'll have you covered for both games Saturday at 7 o'clock, Sunday at 4 o'clock. So please come along and join us for that one. But that is going to wrap things up for a quick episode. Uh, I'll be back. I should be back next week. So there's no Champions Hockey League. Next. Nope. Uh, round 16 is done. So I'll have a bit more time next week. So we'll be back next week. And hope to see you there.